in Washington, D.C. for three different speaking engagements. Ooh. Then the following week was to be in Kansas City for speaking engagement as well as some business development that I was excited about because I'm actually from Kansas City originally. So just have some different connections and super excited about those two weeks. I probably had those two weeks on my you know, horizon for a while, looking forward to what that could possibly do. Well, when those two trips were canceled, I had rearranged all my calendars. So my calendar was wide open. So you give an extrovert a wide open calendar and nowhere to go, it can get depressing pretty fast. <laughs> and I've, and then meanwhile, kids are staying up later. I have a 15 year old, a 12 year old and a seven year old. So those first two weeks felt like a two week long spring break. It was late night movies and wine and sugar cookies. Yeah. And I did, I just hit a wall. And so maybe some of you can relate to it where you had your goals and your dreams and your plans for 2020 and both at home, both at work. And then you just get, you get kicked in the teeth with this coronavirus. And that's at first how I allowed it to be almost like this, you know, kick in the teeth and why God, my just getting frustrated so knowing that late nights and wine and all that was not going to solve my problem i really doubled down on my quiet time just started going to quiet time and it started out with those like frustrating quiet times that we all can have and we see david in the psalms having and that's what i was like god what does this expand word mean i mean is this about my business or my waistline <laughs> and just really just trying to think through what it would look like and I was pointing to Hebrews 12, verse 27, a, a verse I'd really never even, I don't even know if I've ever seen it before. If I did, I, I blew right past it. Mm -hmm. And I'll read it. It says, this phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, that is, things that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. And that just... That was an incredible verse for me because as I just started thinking and praying and journaling on it and even talking with my coaches and mentors in my life, just this idea that God's allowing a shaking to take place. All of these counterfeit gods that we've lifted up, whether it was the word expand, whether it was my Q1 results or the busyness of my schedule, my calendar schedule, the business development meetings I was having, whether that at bars or coffee shops like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Whatever it may have been, all that was man-made mm. and just this allowing of shaking to take place. Then on the other side was the unshakable. How can I spend more time in that unshakable, my quiet time with God, that relationship, growing in intimacy with him, the unshakable of, of my marriage and with my kids and those that I'm that are close to me I do life with. Mm -hmm. And so I just spent time thinking through if God's allowing this to be shaken and if, who knows for how long, what can I be doing to basically examine my counterfeit gods? What was I putting up on these pedestals and then getting more focused on the unshakable. Mm -hmm. So I just encourage each of you to think through that on yourself. Like where, what was the, the shakeable, those counterfeit gods that you've really been putting a lot of your hope in and what defined who you are. And then on the other side of that, listing out a few things that you need to be doubling down on because they are unshakable. As God promises in, in Hebrews 12, 
that he is allowing, you know, allowing shaking to take place at different times so we can basically reconnect. And so that was super helpful. And so I've really been pondering that in the last few weeks and thinking about it. And then the other part of the journey that has taken place is really my posture or my heart. What I mean by that is there's the parable of the talents and the parable of the 10 minas. If any of you have heard me speak or even heard of the five capitals, you hear me talk a lot about the parable of the talents. The parable of the talents is in Matthew 25, 14 through basically about 30. Mm. That parable of the talents is an amazing parable that I can draw many, many leadership examples from and teachings. In parable of the ten minas, which is Luke. 19 11 through 27 similar story but not as robust and so i've not really paid attention to it in recent years because i didn't enjoy it as much and so i'd spend all my time on matthew 25 matthew 25 the parable of the talents just that real quick story where the master gives three different servants so basically bosses and trusting three different servants with um talents one gets uh five the other gets two the other gets one what's significant about the talent is one talent's 20 years of, a, of wages so if a w- average wage just say thirty thousand dollars times 20 that means one individual got six hundred thousand dollars in today's economy the other got 1.2 million dollars and the other got three million dollars so not chump change and so as I've always thought about that, I, I knew God would entrust us with a lot. And he wanted to return on his investment. And a lot, of, a lot of times I would put that on myself. Like, I've got to go strive. I've got to go do the work. Yeah. And a couple of weeks ago, I saw a teaching on the 10 minus. The 10 minus, very, very similar story. A mina is not as much money as a talent. It's actually would equate to about $75,000. But what's interesting is in the parable of the talents, the, all three servants say, I, I have done. I have made two talents more. Mm. I have made five talents more. The 10 minus is very clear. It says, Lord, your mina has made 10 minas more. Well done, good and faithful servant, because you have been faithful in very little. You shall have authority over 10 cities. Goes down to the next one. Your mina has made. And this posture of each of these servants was not of their own, but God's. I am stewarding God's resources and making things and doing what I can to help grow. But this is yours, God. And in the parable of 10 minas, the reward is not more talents or more minas in that case. It's actually cities. Hmm. Parable of talents, they just get rewarded with more of that money. Where this is more cities and, and more authority and a king, more of a part of the kingdom. So as I've been reflecting on this, it's I need to change my posture to your minas and not what I've done, hmm. but yours. You know, what this is the Lord's and I'm just stewarding it. Yeah. And it you know, it sounds all great. Like I've made this huge turn. Well, I can tell you last Friday when that email came out or however you may have heard about when the PPP money ran out, I got mad. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, I didn't get any. 
you know, it's like, forget it, you know, and this, but when I, I quickly was able to recalibrate because I've been spending time in this 10 minus that I'm, I mean, I must not need it. I mean, the business must not need it. God's got another plan. These are God's minus and I must not need more minus to, to turn around the business for whatever reason. Now, if I get the PPP, I'll, pro I'll process it. But this has been an ongoing journey because so often I want to personalize the, the money and the effort I'm doing. And I'm trying my best to just see through this 10 minus story of your minor. Mm. So what I just want to leave with all of you in this is all of our revenues have been significantly impacted from a 20%, maybe some down to 50%, maybe some even worse. And just that heaviness that you have and to have that posture of it's God's business, yeah. it's God's money, and it, it's his, his minus. And so we are stewarding it well, but our identity is not defined by the drop in our sales. Our identity is not defined whether we do or don't get PPP yeah. or if we've had to terminate employees or contracts have been paused or canceled. None of that is our identity. And our identity as beloved sons and daughters is to serve God and, and work with him to grow his minus and be that return on investment. So good. You know, that's so good, Corey. Uh, you know, one of the things that's interesting is I'm looking at phone numbers and, and some, I don't know how this all works with Zoom. I can see some names on there. And so I see Mike, Mike Sippel and Justin Wolfenberg and got friends of ours that they are, they know, like if you, if you, if you go to guys on this list and you say, Hey, tell me about, you know, your profession and you know, things, the, the big note I made today is that it's all the Lord's and it's okay not to understand. Like mm -hmm. as, a, as a leader, I'm, 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 it's convicting for me this morning. And I appreciate you, Corey, um, that it's okay not to understand. Like, I don't understand why I didn't get the payroll money. I don't understand why our business is being affected this way. I don't understand why our staff's doing this. I don't understand the market conditions. And it, the perspective is that it's all the Lord's. Like you, as a leader, you don't have to understand everything. And so, which is, which is uh, contradicting to the, the way we got in the positions we're in, right? Many of us have gotten in the positions because we know in situations like this bring us back as Rufus Brown uh, taught me, it brings you to the foot of the cross and you're like, I don't know, Lord, I just don't know, but you do. And so that's a good, uh, uh, that's good, Corey. You're good. Good, good, good. All right. Uh, being time sensitive, will you pray us out this morning? Yes, I will. Dearly Father, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for just this opportunity for all of us to share ways that we are growing closer to you to help all of us, iron sharpening iron. And so we just thank you for this time. Lord, as all of us go out before um, you today and, 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 and working with you, that we can have a posture that this is yours and we are doing uh, you know, our best to steward it well and, and to not wear the heaviness or claim our identity to any of these, but instead that we have our identity in you, Lord. And we just thank you for what you do in this community and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Love you, Corey. Love you guys. Have a fantastic Thursday.